Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. You're listening to Griefcast with me, Carrie Adloyd. How do we actually grieve for someone? How does it change and evolve as we get older? My dad died when I was 15 and it took me many, many years to be able to express what I had gone through. So I decided to create Griefcast, a chance to talk, share and laugh about the weirdness of grief, death, pain and agony, but with comedians. So it's not that depressing, I promise. It's bleak, but you'll laugh as well, which for me is a perfect night in. Each week on Griefcast, I talk to a different comedian about their own personal experience of grief, as we remember someone special that they have lost along the way. It's not easy to talk about death, but it does help if you've chosen a career designed to hide your true feelings about anything emotional. Whether it was long ago or you've just lost someone, Briefcast is a chance to talk about the peculiar human process of death. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 
Thank you so much for downloading Griefcast. Please do subscribe on iTunes or find us on Twitter at The Griefcast for more light-hearted grief banter, which is a new niche genre that I'm cultivating. This week, I'm talking to comedian and actor Beth Rylance. Beth starred in the School of Comedy sketch series and has also been seen in Plebs, Cuffs and Cardinal Burns. She came to talk to me about her mum, who died when Beth was very young. Welcome to Griefcast. I'm here today with actor, writer, comedian Beth Rylance. Hi, Beth. Hello. Beth, every time I told anyone you were coming on, everybody went, is she Mark Rylance's daughter? Well, do you get that a lot? I get it all the time. Yeah. And I always pretend that I am, (laughs) uh, but I'm not. I did once go on a radio, I think, I can't remember what radio show it was, and they said, are you related to Mark Rylance? And I just flat out went, yes, he's my dad. And then they didn't ask any other questions. And then I got a text from my real dad being like, you little bastard. (laughs) Who are we remembering today? We are talking about my mum, Jane. Jane? Yes. Right, your mum, Jane. When did your mum pass away? She died four days after my first birthday. Wow. Yeah, so I never really knew her. Yeah. But it's sort of been something that has affected my whole life yeah of course weirdly and so you obviously haven't you you don't have a literal memory of her at all it's something I've always known Mm. I was thinking about it recently that I've I don't think anybody's ever sat me down and told me yeah everything that happened because it happened when I was so young you don't you don't know when to explain it all you don't know the right age to sit someone down and go look these are all of the things that happened so I've I've sort of been told stuff sporadically as I've gotten older I'm still finding out things now yeah I guess because there's stuff you tell a six-year-old that you would then tell a 13-year-old oh actually this is what happened yeah and so I it was I always knew that my mum had died and I always knew it was tragic I always knew that it was sad and I should be sad about it and I knew I always knew that I was very special because of it. Yeah. <laughs> like people treated me of differently. Course, and, yeah. and from a very, very young age, I've always known that she had died. But I d- weirdly don't remember. My my dad got remarried when I was eight, but he met this woman when I was three. Oh, okay. And she's all that I remember. Right. She was the mum that I grew up with. So it's quite strange that I don't really remember a time before... The sort of in between when it would have been really awful, where people were going, yeah. God, you know, my dad was on his own, and, and so what happened? She uh, she was run over. Oh my she god! She was a teacher at a primary school, which I then went to, and it was just so my birthday's on the eighth of December, and I think it was on the tenth. She was crossing the uh, the crossing outside the, my school, and she was knocked over by a stolen motorbike. Oh my yeah. god, that's awful. Yeah, that's horrific. You've got siblings, right? Are you... I do, but they're from different. Oh, okay. Different mums. So yeah. So she at that time it was just yeah. your mum, your dad, and you basically, yeah. and so you were just a, you just over a year old. Yeah. Wow. How did you? How did they tell you that when you were younger? I I don't know. I don't think I I like I said. I always knew that she died and she wasn't there, but. Because I went to the primary school yeah. that she was the teacher at. All of the teachers there knew me because they were all her friends and colleagues. Wow. And it was, you know, three years after she died, I was, well, four years after she died, I was at that school. Yeah. So it was all very recent. But every day that I went to school, I had to cross the crossing that she was knocked down at. So I, I knew that. I always knew that. How did that make you feel, even as a like, four-year-old? Did you feel a bit... 
Because that's something know, you do every day yeah, as well. Yeah, it's quite a strange... I think it's a quite a strange feeling because you don't... Like, as a child, you don't properly understand that. So yeah. it wasn't like every time I walked across it, I cried or you just... I just knew that. Yeah. It was something that somebody told me and... Yeah, I suppose it doesn't have any emotional meaning yeah. yet, does it? You're just like, oh, right. But yeah, and in the school, they had... um they opened a little garden with a pond that was sort of like a memorial garden for her that yeah. had a plaque with her name on it. My whole childhood was just, you know, everyone knew that my mum had died and they knew that she'd been a teacher at the school and they knew where she died and yeah. they knew that the garden in the school was for her and it was very strange. So it's very present, I guess, as yeah. a child. It wasn't like hidden or no, not talked about. hidden. Did the other kids say anything or...? I don't think they did because like I said I had a stepmom from such a young age that they just okay. assumed that that was my mum that was your mum yeah but there were certain people that knew like the, the, the care, I was best friends with the caretaker's daughter right. and we were sort of untouchable because she was the caretaker's daughter and all the teachers knew who did I you was. go up in a fairy tale because yes. it really does sound like yes, quite there's a sort of distinct <laughs> loveliness but bittersweetness yeah, about that yeah. like school situation yeah I have a friend who's dad died when she was eight and she got bullied for it which I I know I always That's find awful. incredible like I I can't get my head but I kids were mean but you never had any kind of negative no never god that is absolutely awful I know isn't it I can't even understand how that would I when she told me I I still to say I'm like what what and they would literally go like haha your dad's dead oh my I think those kids didn't understand what was happening. You know, they'd yeah, been told something, she was crying. And so, and because a teacher obviously didn't come in and be like, hey, this is a sad thing, it became yeah. something's wrong with you, so we can pick on you. Do you remember starting to to grieve for her? Did you have a moment when you hit teenage years or? Well, this is the thing I think is people always say to me, how are you <laughs> so balanced? How have you yeah. never sort of had a freak out and gone crazy and had a breakdown over it I think weirdly it's starting to sort of hit home more now yes because you, I realise it more now than I ever have because even so as how a old teenager are you now? 26 and it's people can't explain it to you I don't know you've not really acknowledged it so many other things have been going on and then something will happen to you that will make you so aware that you don't have a mum yeah. or someone to turn to for it. So I, d I don't speak to my stepmother anymore. I was going to say that what yeah. that relationship then is not... No. She didn't become a replacement mother. And well, she was for a time, but she was an absolute <laughs> nutter. <laughs> and I don't speak to her anymore. And she sort of left my life when I was about 16. Oh, wow. So she... That's hard, because that's yeah, a real yeah. pivotal age for girls. Yeah, and I think I think about that. I think I thought about that at the time. yeah. I, I didn't change my behaviour and I didn't go off the rails, but I thought, like, God, I wish I had a mum. Like, yeah. it would be nice to have a mum. And my dad had been there for me through everything. But there are some things that dads do and then there are some things that mums yeah. do. Like, I remember being up in Edinburgh and doing a show up there and I'd been up there for half a month. And I think my dad, my dad had just been to visit with my brothers and we'd been out and had lunch and stuff, but I was so anxious that I could barely eat all the yeah. time. <laughs> so we'd been out for a really nice lunch, but I hadn't eaten. And then my best friend came up with her mum, because I was in a show with her brother, and the mum went, darling, you look gaunt, I'm taking you out, and you need to eat this, sit there and eat that. And she went, we're going to a show, here's the keys to our hotel room, go and have a bath, there's a swimming pool downstairs, go and have a swim, yeah. have a nap. 
And I just thought, God, it's so nice to have a mum, isn't it? Oh, <laughs> mums, like, man. mums do stuff like that where they sort of look at you and yeah, it's so dads t- are more oh. practical with it. I, I think. know exactly what you mean. It's the moments it hit you. I had a moment recently, really weird. So I did Jack D's help desk. It's like four comedians and the audience asks questions like, oh, uh, the council are trying to chop down my tree. What should I do? Yeah. It's, it's very silly. And we, they picked me up. We drove down somewhere. Oh, God, I can't remember where. But it was quite a far drive. And then we had to come back into London. And they dropped us all off at Hammersmith. Yeah. It's all men, obviously, and me, because that's the rule. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> we got out at Hammersmith and all the boy comedians, you know, they were all very nice comedians. Everyone was lovely, but they were sort of like jumping into cabs. And my cab was a bit further off and I was really tired and I didn't quite know where I was go- going. And Jack was like, Cariad. And he called me back. He's like, are you OK? Yeah. And I was like, um... Oh, yes. And he said, that's your cab. And he went, I'll I'll wait. And he watched me get in. And I turned around and I looked back and I went, oh, that's what it's like to have a dad. Yeah. Like, it really, like, made me go. And it's like, Jack D doesn't know that in my head. (laughs) I've never loved Jack D so much as I did. Yeah. At that moment, I wanted to, I wanted to cry so much. And I wanted to hug him. I wanted to say, your children are so lucky. Like that. Because that's when you notice it, when it's suddenly it's some, such, given to you by someone yeah. else, I think. And you're yeah, like, oh. Yeah, and you oh. notice what you've been missing. And yeah. And at such random points. Such random times, yeah. Oh, like. Yeah, I did. I felt so, I got into that cab and I, again, looked back in the window and he was still watching just to make sure I'd gone. <laughs> okay. And I was like, I love you, Jack D. I actually love you. Like, Dad. Yeah, that, yeah. And now in my head, I'm slightly like, oh, Dad. Like, do you have that? There's certain women that become like a bit mum-like. I guess friends' mums, like you said. I think I'm, I'm strangely uh, friends. Not even strangely, but I'm, I'm friends with a lot of women that are older than me. Mm. Not a lot older than me, but uh, my old drama teacher at school, Lauren okay. Wilson, who um, she produced the first TV show I was in. Right. She has sort of been a role model to me. And I have made friends with all of her friends and they're all sort of, I think because there's so many <laughs> women that I look up to and who take care of me, yeah. they're sort of like a, a hive of women I think who you, all yeah, do different roles. You do seek it out. I don't know. You do. Yeah. You definitely do. And I think those women are sort of what keep me together because they're so there for me and I can talk to them about anything. Mm. And it, like I have my grandma, who's my dad's mum, oh, okay. who I'm so close to. Yeah. But again, it's it's different because grandmas are yeah, grandmas brilliant. <laughs> They're the best. But it's it's your grandma, so it's yeah. never they don't really give you tough love. They just give you sweets and yeah, love yeah. you to death. Yeah. <laughs> and I can talk to my grandma about anything, and I love her, and she's very nurturing. But also, she's older, and you have to take care of her and yeah. help her do things. So it's sort of. It is mothering, and she is brilliant with me, and she's sort of the the woman in my life. Yeah. <laughs> but I do think there's a lot of other people that you turn to for it. And I have um, my mum, Jane, had a best friend called Trish, who's my godmother. She's always been in my life, but she, I think when I was younger, found it quite difficult to mm. be around me. Yeah. Because they were childhood best friends. They knew each oh, other from the God. age of five, and, you know, they did everything together. And Wow. It's very nice to have Trish in my life because I sort of, I don't look to her as a mother figure, but I look to her as the key for... She's the keeper of the information, yeah, right? She yeah, she tells me brilliant stuff. Aww. All the stuff that you want to hear. Like, I think often when people have died, I think it's very difficult with children, isn't it? Trying yeah. to paint them a picture of what their parent was like. Oh gosh, especially because she was so young. Yeah, because I didn't know her at all and, and you 
want to know you want to know that they were lovely and you want to know that they yeah. were a good person but Trish really fleshes out the details and makes her sound cheeky and naughty and she did all this stuff like she doesn't sort of paint like a lovey-dovey fairy tale yeah, picture yeah. of your mum was a princess and she did all of this it was like she was really rude she used to swear <laughs> all the time she was tiny she was only five foot one and wow. yeah she just she paints a brilliant picture of it for me and I'm very appreciative that I have somebody to do that for me because like I said no one person has ever sat me down and said this is what happened you mm. know this is how she died this is and I, strangely I've been talking to my godmother about it recently I went she took me out for my birthday in December and obviously because the anniversary of my mum's death is so close oh, to my birthday, birthday yeah. she always likes to sort of take me out for dinner or for a drink and We'd, I just asked her loads of questions and she'll tell me anything and everything and I think that's very valuable to have. Oh, that's Yeah, I was going to say, I, I hoped that you yeah. had somebody who yeah. ha is like the Wikipedia of your yeah. mum, you know? <laughs> Do you think it's taken you a while to ask those questions? Yes, definitely. Because I, I feel like that took me ages to ask yeah. certain questions. I just couldn't... What do you think changed? Or do you think you just got older and bit more think, ready to ask yeah I think you get older and you see that all the people that like my my mum's uh, parents died before I was born I was gonna say so you don't have them no, either I don't have that side of the family so they uh she has a brother and sister who were 20 and 19 when my mum was born oh, wow. so she was a big yeah yeah <laughs> age gap so I I have my auntie and uncle but this event is, was so and this is the thing is the event was so traumatic yeah. and it was awful she was 30 when she died Ugh. and her parents had died and I think it really affected her sister and brother mm. it changed their lives from what I can gather again I don't I wasn't there yeah so all I know is who they are now but I see that people struggled around me when I was younger and it's a very strange especially with my mum's side of the family, they all live up north. And whenever we would go to family events and things, there are some people that you don't know mm. who will sort of see you and and start crying. Do you look like her? I I think I look more like my dad, but people do think I look like there her. There must they be say something. Her eyes yeah. and her smile. And my godmother, when she took me for dinner, was like, you've got her hands, you've got her teeth, you've uh, got like all her mannerisms, yeah. but you don't know that which is such I think that's the thing I find so strange is you don't there's so much about yourself that you don't know yeah it's like a big missing yeah. just a portion chunk. of yourself where you can't go well this this and this do you feel I because I've had sometimes people have said stuff about my dad that I didn't know that I do and I get real joy like yeah. when they're like oh he did that I'm like oh, I do that yeah. like I didn't know he did that like I've it's I find it very reassuring because yeah. it sort of links you to this family that yeah. you're sort of that there is something missing yeah. it must have been really hard as a kid to know that they're being a bit funny with you and not quite understand yeah. so you sort of must have bought you must have come into a room and seen people be sad at you did that fit? I mean that must be really tough I think I don't know if it affected me I think I realized it more as I got older like so like I said my godmother at her 50th birthday party which was a few years ago her parents were best friends with my grandparents right, in the same okay. way that she was best friends yeah. with my mum. But her parents are still alive, and wow. I think they're 100 this year. Oh so they're goodness. really old, and they're brilliant. But I 
there are loads of pictures of me with them when I was a baby, yeah. but I've never met them as an adult. It's the sort of thing where people, you meet someone and they go, oh, you won't remember me, I yeah. met you when you were one, and you're like, of course I don't remember you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I have no clue who you are. But I walked into, into her 50th birthday party, and there was an old man sat in a chair, and it was her dad, I knew, because I could recognise him from pictures. Yeah. And I walked into the room, and he got eye contact with me, and he immediately started crying. And then I started crying. Oh. And none of us said anything. Oh and my then my God. godmother walked in and she started crying. And we all just cried in silence. <laughs> For like 10 minutes, I was so overwhelmed. I thought, God, you're looking at me and you see my mum in me. Mm. And that's nuts because I don't, like, I don't walk around places thinking, God, everyone must really yeah. see my mother in me. But it's very strange to walk into a room and have an effect on somebody that you don't. Yeah, you don't know. No, that was the first time. I think I was probably about eighteen, maybe nineteen, when that happened. Which, of course, they would have really known her at that age. Yeah, and I think that was when it clicked that I realised that people could find it difficult to be around me because yeah. I reminded them of my mum. But and but I that was when I was nineteen. So even when I was you know fourteen, fifteen, I don't think it occurred to me that I sort of brought out feelings in people that yeah. I didn't understand because I didn't really see it. I don't think. I'm only, I mean, I'm 34 and I'm only just starting, I think because my pain for so long was, I felt was so big that I couldn't understand anyone else's. Yeah. And it's, I feel like I'm only just going, oh, it must be hard for you to have lost your brother, like, or to have lost your son, you know, because I was like, but I lost my dad, so fuck you all. (laughs) And I think it takes a long time to sort of see it from that old man's point of view and go, oh, that must be hard because you've obviously loved that girl and it was sad for you. But I do do think it's... There is something so awful about losing a parent. Obviously, it's awful to lose anyone yeah. ever. Well, I remember it with my very strange stepmom. There were obviously there are other people that we have known that have died, and strangely, a few people that I went to school with, their parents died when they were like nine, ten. Right. Yeah. And I remember my stepmother saying to me, "But it's much worse for them because uh, they knew their parents, <gasps> so they, you know, they have more." more to grieve and I sort of really took that on board and was like yeah you're right like I didn't even know my mum so you know it's much worse for them because they what? actually had to have a mum or dad and then lose them whereas okay, I my, no one can see but my jaw is literally hanging yeah, open it was, it's sort of shocking but it's really stuck with me that she said that because well, she, she had a boss and his wife died very tragically of cancer and she uh, they had a daughter who was eight or nine and I remember that was what she was saying about was it's much harder for her because she knew her mum and I thought... Can I ring your stepmom now and have a go at her about this? Like, everything in my body is, like, furious for you? Yeah. What a thing to say to a nine-year-old! Yeah. I'm so angry! Also, this proves that you live in a fairy tale because yeah, your wicked stepmother <laughs> said to you that your grief was not yeah. important. Yeah. I find, again, it's like when you bully a kid for like yeah. having a dead parent. I find that shocking that she said that because, yeah. yes, you didn't know her. That's even more tragic you yeah. didn't know her yeah. and also I think oh okay send her love obviously she doesn't understand I'll, I'll try and recalibrate myself because it's that thing again which i um, having done this this podcast has really taught me of like you can't compare grief no so you can't say well that little girl is more upset than you Beth because yeah. she knew her because she, yeah she might have known her but they might have had a difficult relationship or they yeah. or like it, you know they might have had a, a wonderful time to say goodbye and she might feel uh, she got what she needed like yeah. there's no there's no comparison and it you not knowing your mum and her knowing her mum doesn't it shouldn't take away from her pain yeah. I 
people used to say it to me of like um friends whose parents died perhaps when they were like 21 or 24 or something and they'd go oh well obviously it's not as bad as you and I'd be like no it's just different like your pain is still your pain and just because I was 15 I can obviously I would feel like well yeah it was harder for me yeah (laughs) it was a little bit harder for me I can't believe she said that to you well she was an absolute mentalist anyway (laughs) well confirmed by that one incident like that could have I suppose that could have affected me a lot more but as obviously I'm a wise old man so I didn't I remember all these things and they make more sense now. So yeah. I understand that that is not in any shape or form a normal thing to say to a child. <laughs> oh my God. Especially about that sort of issue. But strangely, she was sort of the one who told me a lot of things about my mum because she was, she was married to my dad. And obviously he would have told her right, okay. what happened. So she didn't know your mum? She didn't know my mum at all. So very strangely, she, and I think I sort of resent that, that she's the one who told me. I remember her telling me, sometimes if I'd ever get upset about my mum or I'd sort of think, God, you know, it's strange that I don't have a mum or I'd sort of sit and think about it for a while. She'd try and comfort me, but I remember her trying to comfort me once and going, well, you just have to remember, you know, your your mum was, um, she was a donor, so, you know... (laughs) Like, I mean, it's nuts. And I had, she went, she's a donor, so somewhere, you know, you might just walk past a part of her in the street and, you know, somebody, she helped save somebody else's life. And as, I don't know how old I was at that point, but I remember being like, what's a donor? And then her explaining what a donor was and being like, oh my God. <laughs> like, still to this day, I sort of have a... Jesus Christ, yeah. this woman is like the antithesis of everything yeah, you should she's do. she's so strange, but... it I still, it made me feel so strained at the time. I think I've, I've definitely made my peace with it now, but yeah. at the time it used to scare me so much, the of idea course, that... yeah. And then when my my granddad died when I was 15 years old and I remember being like, I don't want them, like, to do, like don't use his donor card. Like, just yeah. leave him be. Like, it was a very strange feeling of... Well, yeah, because you're trying to get your head around someone not being there yeah. who you didn't know and so the idea that like bits of her are walking around yeah. is not comforting not I, bet. I can see she was trying to comfort you yeah she was trying <laughs> so people say to me well um he's looking down on you yeah that's terrifying i'm a teenage girl <laughs> don't tell me that what does that mean he's always watching you yeah when? <laughs> exactly oh <laughs> yeah i used to find that very unsettling yeah. and especially when you're a teenager and you might be doing something slightly <laughs> naughty and you're like is he, watching. is he watching? Like, should I? Yeah, I. It is people trying to comfort. To be fair to your stepmother, yeah. it must be really hard to know what to say to someone who lost their mum. Yeah, that, I don't think she did. So, do you talk to your dad about it now? Have you? I do. It's it's very like I said. It's always been very present. It's never mm. something that people have gone don't talk about it, which yeah. I think is a blessing and is brilliant because I feel like I could ask anything at any point. I don't feel like. Anything's been held back from me. I just feel like I'm sort of still piecing all the bits together. And yeah, yeah, I talk to my dad about it a lot, and you know, he's very open about it and is very loving and caring about her. And you know, I think, especially at this age, I appreciate more what my dad had to go through because as a child, you don't think, you just think, oh, my mum's died. I don't have a mum. Like he said about with your dad, you start to realise how it affected other people and what they went through. And I said to my dad a couple of weeks ago, I just went, I just want you to know, like, what you had to do is awful. Mm. You were 31, you had a tiny baby, and you had to sort of say goodbye to the love of your life and in the most horrific circumstances and you didn't break everyone 
always said that he, like with me, they were so shocked that he didn't break and, yeah. you know, go crazy. But he had me. He always said he had me and that was what kept him going. Yeah, he could, otherwise he might have just collapsed. And, yeah, and this is the thing, like I said before, is having being a person and having this significance to somebody that oh, you weren't like I was a yeah. baby I wasn't doing anything it's really great that I'm so significant <laughs> to my dad but I didn't have to do anything I was just sort of a baby but that must have been so hard for him I that is a big thing once you have a kid yourself you start thinking oh my like you start understanding slightly more like yeah. Jesus he, I mean you're right how did he not just literally close the door put a over his head and go no yeah. <laughs> no no it's not I'm not doing this yeah. So he just so what happened? He just started looking after you full time, I guess. Or? His parents moved to London wow. from uh, Warrington, so they came and moved into a house with us. I think again, all these things that I'm sort of finding out is that they had just bought a house, uh, which is where I grew up, uh, but they hadn't moved in yet. So we moved in there, sort of. I don't know, maybe a few months after she died, so wow. my grandma and granddad moved down, and they sort of brought me up. Oh wow! Until. Um, my stepmom moved in when I was three or four. Okay. So my grandma, and gra- my granddad retired as soon as my mum died, to come and help. You know. Oh my god! So they were. My grandma and granddad used to f- feed me dinner and put gladiators on the TV <laughs> and take me to nursery and all those sort of things. And I think that's also why I have such a close relationship with my grandma is because she had that strange phase of sort of raising me for a few years, which she didn't really have with any of her other grandchildren as in we're all around there all the time we're all obsessed with her we want to spend (laughs) as much time with her as we can but they all had yeah more normal yeah they didn't need looking after as much whereas they had to move in with me to take care of me and they had to move to london which i know they didn't like that's huge isn't it that's so huge i suppose who knows but i suppose in a way that would have helped you as a baby that you suddenly did have I never, All these people yeah, around. I never fell through the net. I always had a yeah. sort of support system. Thank God. Yeah. Thank God. Like, thank goodness. But I think that's just the way my family are. Like, mm. the fact that my granddad retired and sort of, you know, put everything into helping my dad because he needed it. And yeah. he was a 31-year-old man and he still had to have a job and he still had to take of care course, of his baby and yeah. all of these things. And it's sort of, it's nuts what he had to go to, through. And he's, again, like, he's never sat me down and sort of detailed what happened but things come out you know you'll have a conversation and my dad was emptying out the garage once he was sort of clearing it out and he found a box and it had a clipping of my mum's hair in it oh man from when she'd had the accident and she was in hospital and my dad knew that Mm. she wasn't going to make it and so he wanted to chop off a piece of her hair for, for me, Mm. which I suppose sounds really strange (laughs) No, I to keep someone's hair but it is, it's kind of crazy to be able to go hold it and go, this belonged to my mum, mm. the woman that I've never met, but it, that is, that's part of me. That's like what I come from. Yeah. And he kept all of her clothes, kept everything. Oh, wow. And then when I was about 15, I got to go through them all and was like, got some great vintage outfits. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like going to a vintage shop, but all for free. And that's amazing that he had the foresight to do that yeah like I find that really heartwarming that he was able to go this girl will really want some clothes actually because stuff like that is really I had my um (laughs) shirt that my dad got married in which actually is I mean it's disgusting but pure (laughs) 70s orange MC Escher 
it's yeah, disgusting. Yeah. But I remember finding that in a wardrobe and it was just like you said, like a gold. It yeah. was like, oh, this is this is them. This is them. Yeah. It's something that I can cling to. And I used yeah. to wear it. And I used to wear, he had um, a, <laughs> disgusting, this ski jacket, again, orange. Yeah. My brother has his sunglasses. I have my mum's sunglasses yeah. with me now. Oh, yeah. Everywhere. And it's just those tiny things, isn't it, that make yeah. you... Just because you know they touch them, they love them, and yeah. the sunglasses. Funny because my they're like these Ray Ban aviators. They're like green. <laughs> I mean, what he was a cool dude, combos, guys. Cool yeah. dude, and um, it's such. I mean, obviously, I remember my dad more, but it, he all you know also he'd always wear them. It was yeah. a real like put on the Ray Bans, <laughs> arm out the car. <laughs> so when my brother took them, I really understood. I was like, yeah, that is an ob- It's oh, an important object. Yeah, it's like um. And this is wanky, but like if you were acting, you'd be like, oh, that's yeah. part of the character. Very yeah. important for the character, that but bit. It is. It's a thing that, remi- like, it's something that reminds you of them and yeah. something that brings, sort of keeps a part of them alive, I suppose, that that was something that they used and was important to them. Yeah. And people have, so many people have given me things like my, my auntie my dad's sister, she's a head teacher, so her and my mum were quite close. And it, I can't remember how long ago it was, but again, like I said, people sort of just, (laughs) you find out things the older you get. And she gave me uh, one of my mum's favourite cardigans that she'd kept for years. Wow. Because people sort of find the time where they feel it's appropriate for them to give you something. and You're not going to be sick on it or eat it. I mean, the thing is, it's a horrible cardigan. (laughs) (laughs) It's so, all of her clothes are so 80s and huge shoulder pads. Oh, yeah, yeah. Massive. And obviously she was very tiny as well. Yeah. So I find it funny that she had all of these sort of huge, I mean, the, the cardigan's horrible. It's so, like, <laughs> knitted in all these different patterns. But I love that she loved it. And it's in, there's a picture that I always used to have on my bedside table of my mum holding me. I'm wearing an equally revolting <laughs> outfit. But she is wearing that cardigan. Oh, and my wow. auntie knew that I had that picture in yeah. It's it's nice to have that cardigan and know that it's I can see it on her and I can see that she had it and it was on me and things like that. It's weird, isn't it? That you need those things. Yeah. It's, it's like I wonder what people did before photos. <laughs> like, yeah. Or we talk a lot about this of like before text, you know, because you're the same as me of that you won't have any emails from yeah. her or anything like that. No. Like whereas people I speak to now, obviously you lost people in the last couple of years because. they'll talk about text and voicemails oh you know for our generation of loss it's yeah. blurry 80s photos of yeah. things that really that means so much yeah my granddad was always filming everything we oh, did wow. like prolifically filmed but he filmed everything That's so amazing. I strangely and obviously I said my mum died just after my first birthday yeah. before my first birthday my granddad had made a VHS of wow. of my first year I remember on the front of it says Beth's first year of in the world oh my god so I have that and I've I used to watch it when I was younger because I had a had a tv in my room because I was spoiled pretty cool with a VHS oh my god you were spoiled and I had like a box of all the videos that I used to like to watch and most of them were Britney Spears tour videos (laughs) but then there was that one and sometimes I'd put it in and it was like watching an alternate life oh god yeah because you see obviously you don't you don't recognise you do recognise yourself as a baby but you don't register that that's you don't feel the things but it's so strange to hear my mum's voice Mm. and to see what she was like with me and what she was like with my dad and she was so sweet and small and she used to call me chick which is 
it's nobody tells you that nobody yeah. tells us she used to call you chicken but then you see it on the video and you go oh god like that's me she's talking to me oh, that's amazing that he did that yeah that's incredible because you wouldn't you like you yeah. said and it's so stupid details that mean everything yeah that she called you chick shouldn't mean but it, i know that makes your heart go yeah. oh that's something that's real that's yeah. that that's i can hold that yeah I like my godmother so much because she will paint a real picture of my mum as opposed to, you know, when people die and people go, God, they were so lovely. And, oh, and God, and yeah. You sort of get a quite nicey-nicey image and you forget all of the funny, you know, funny and yeah. naughty. And obviously because my godmother knew her from such a young age, she just tells me all the naughty stuff they used to do and I find it brilliant. And I guess also it's really great that you've got someone who knew her not as a sister relative, yeah. but as a person, as yeah. a friend. Yeah, and she uh, can tell me what my mum would have thought about what I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> How was your stepmom about keeping the stuff? Was it? Did you ever feel she was strange? Yeah, did you feel like you couldn't get the box out, or it was private? I never felt like I couldn't get the boxes out because it was very present. I think she had s- strange problems. It's so like Snow White, where she yeah. was sort of had issues with how my dad treated me, and oh, that I was a special to people because she hadn't been part of that and obviously you're trying to fill someone else's shoes I suppose and you can never compete yeah, because you're the child that lost their mother yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, and, and she took me on at quite a young age yeah. as a stepmother I think she was 24 oh my so god she was really young okay that explains a lot more of the comments yeah <laughs> she, she was really young understand. she didn't yeah. have a clue yeah she was strange about it sometimes she was sort of over the top with how she dealt with it and sort of like going above and beyond to uh, make it special and and you know make an effort with my with my mum's side of the family. She especially would tr- be very over the top in her relationship with my mum's older sister Anne. It was sort of strange. I wonder what people what they felt about that because yeah. my dad has divorced this woman now and we all know that she's, <laughs> but n- not many people were fond of her at all oh, even okay. when they were together. So I wonder what it was like with my mum's side of the family watching this, this new woman person raise yeah. yeah. me. God, that must have been hard. Yeah. If they didn't But she she was the one who sort of when we got all the clothes out, she she washed them all and I'm sure that must have been very strange wow, to be yeah. in a house suddenly surrounded by all of the clothes of this woman. But she was quite she made me get rid of a lot of them not in a sort of nasty way but as in like you can't possibly keep all of these clothes you need to pick special ones and then we'll give the rest to charity like that sort Mm. of thing so even now there are literally suitcases full of clothes that just went I think I have like some shirts and they were very very special things that my dad was very you know that he'd really specifically kept like uh, a handbag of hers and a leather jacket and a scarf but it was fun. It was funny to try them all on, and I've yeah. tried on her wedding dress and all these sort of oh, things. And wow. so your dad kept the wedding dress. Yeah, it must be really hard for your dad because you do want to keep the past alive, yeah. but equally you have to move forward. And obviously, like you said, he was yeah. a young man, and yeah. he fell in love with someone else, and that nothing wrong with that at no. all. But God, that must be really the fact that he did have the foresight to keep stuff and try and keep that alive for you is yeah. a testament to him. I think also it's so difficult to deal with on your own, isn't oh, it? Like God. he often, and obviously he had all of his family around him. But from, you know, if I was in that position, 
I just don't think I'd want to deal with anything. It's the same that when someone dies, when you have to sort of sort out all their stuff, oh, especially yeah. if it's an elderly person and you just have to like clear out their house. <coughs> it's just awful. But I can imagine that if you're in that traumatic a situation, you just go, I can't handle it. Like, I'll sort this out in many years to come when my baby daughter can help me (laughs) yeah gotcha and sort of choose what she wants to keep and thank god he did that because it's yeah that he didn't just throw everything and just go I just can't look at this anymore because I can imagine why wouldn't you just go you know what I I never want to see it again it's too painful it's the fact that he boxed it up and then I mean it it sounds like a fairy tale then the poor woman then your stepmother had to wash it and like you said you're surrounded by all these guys like it's really like I had to sort them out while she went put that in the bin god yeah Yeah, I mean that must have been it's a bit then like there's no easy way to deal with these things I think that's the problem it's not like oh if only they'd done that it's like no there's just no easy way to help someone remember someone who's gone but everyone's trying to move forward at the same time and and I guess that's interesting, like you said, because she was your stepmother from from three. So you, it's not like you and it was you and your dad, and yeah. you sort of probably don't remember her not being there. I yeah. suppose in a way, she must have just. Do you have a memory of her not being there? Or? I don't think I really do, but like, it's very strange because obviously me and my dad and my family have been through a lot, and my godmother said, I think we were out for dinner with her once, and she went, "It's just you two through." all of it isn't it like it's always you two and you're always you go through everything and you come out the other end but it's always you two and yeah. I thought yeah it is and that's nice that I'm so close with my dad and that we have that sort of special relationship but yeah I suppose and you wouldn't have had that no had your mum been around like it, yeah. that is the one of the strange things about death that it with the other parent I mean, I have a really, I'm really close to my mum because because, my, of, that. because of that, yeah. and because it really did, yeah. Me, my mum, my brother, very it, less so now because I think you know we don't need to be as intense anymore. And I think we then, I don't know if you've had this, we found it quite hard to let go of that. Yeah. And I felt like there's been times when one of us has tried to go. Actually, I need to be not not and quite like, so intense. No, yeah, yeah. And I was always the one, the youngest one, being like, "No, we are a three because of it's your brother." Like I'm sure because, like you said, when there's men, yeah, you suddenly oh. serve a purpose. That when it's yeah. your brother, you'll sort of look to him to yeah, be he, the man of the family definitely. in the weird way that people do that, where they go well, this person has died, so you must take their place. Yeah. It doesn't work like that, but you sort of, people take on a role because mm. of the role that has gone, I yeah. suppose. He didn't sort of replace my dad because uh, he was like 19 with my dad, so it was a bit, yeah, he was still <laughs> yeah. a, a mad teenager. <laughs> but definitely other people made him, other people said to him, well, you're the head of the family now. Yeah. At 19, at, fu- at the funeral, people were coming up and going, well, you've got, you know, look after your mum and sister now, you're the head. And it was like, what? It's crazy. Are we in, is, are we the mafia? Why do we need, die. I know. Like, Shut up. Like, you haven't got a clue. Stop saying all these things. I know. Just quiet. But I think people, people just don't know what to say. So you either get yeah. people who completely avoid avoid saying anything or people who just are so, it's it's an awkward yeah. situation to bring up. I still have it now. You know, and what about your mum and dad? And I have to be like, well, my mum's dead. And like, it's, it's nuts. And people go, yeah. oh, God, sorry. Like, yeah. because they didn't know. But it's it's a part of my life. And I, you know, people just expect you have a mum and dad because, of course, they do. But yeah. then you have the awkward explanation of I've had so many things <laughs> because of being with my dad. And we have 
<laughs> we have we have two wonderful sons now, <laughs> two younger <laughs> brothers, or going places where we would go on holiday, like me and my brothers and my dad, and people would go, "Where's mom?" And I'd be like, "Well, well, well my mum's um, dead, and, oh, and my brother's mum—they uh, got divorced. It was uh, very awful. Uh, so please don't bring it up. We're on holiday, like you know. Wow, people yeah. do just sort of go. Well, this is the family unit, but where's the mum or where's the dad? Or sometimes I find myself, you know, sometimes how like if you're in the back of a taxi and you sort of yeah. get chatting to somebody, you just sort of go, yeah, my mum and <laughs> like you just pretend you don't want to get into it yeah. when they ask questions and." For example, if you're talking to someone you knew, you wouldn't go, oh, yeah, my mum and dad live here. Like, yeah. you would explain. But when you're in a situation where you're sort of never going to see someone again, <laughs> you cannot be bothered to go, oh, well, actually, my mum died very tragically when I was a baby. And they go, oh, God. Yeah. It's just easier to... I never used to. I had this big thing of, like, I'd always be, well, I'm going to tell you. He yeah. died when I was 50. And then I, a couple of years ago, I started sort of slightly lying. Yeah. And if people said mum and dad, I wouldn't correct them. Which for yeah, years I'd go, I'd go, no, he's dead. Because I was yeah. like, I don't want, I don't know, I felt like, it's not true, so don't you say it. Yeah. But now I go, oh, yeah, yeah, my mum. Because I just think, oh, I can't be bothered to Yeah, it's too, kind it's of go too into much it. to go into. Yeah, and... you must get it even more. I When I say I was 15, people go, oh, yeah. oh, you were so young. <laughs> so I can't imagine what you get when you say, oh, I was one. You must get, like, full on, like, oh, yeah. God. Because I don't even know. I don't know if I, I, I just don't tend to explain it that often yeah. anymore like the people the people that I'm surrounded by all know so I don't know if I actually mention that that often I just go oh my you know she died when I was quite young and oh god that's awful but you don't want to yeah. delve into it because it's I found a, another thing that I got weird about was I used to talk about my mum a lot not a lot like all the time <laughs> if you're talking about your family I'd just say my mum my mum and people would assume they were divorced which I found really annoying because I was like, they're not divorced. <laughs> what tragic then? <laughs> yeah. Or I could see that they kind of made this picture of like, oh yeah, dad's, dad's not around. You're like, yeah, because he's dead. It's not like I, yeah. I felt, I guess I felt bad for him. Like, I don't want you thinking, oh, I've got an absent, like yeah. he's pissed off. He has, but not, <laughs> not for you. See, but that's the strange thing, isn't it? And I think because with me, because it's my mum and I talk yeah. about my, my dad all the time. Yeah, I genuinely yeah. do. <laughs> that, it gets questioned more. Yeah. It's terribly sexist and wrong. No, I can but see because, that. Like, yeah. The fact that I was on holiday with my dad and people went, Where's mom? Whereas yeah. if you were a mum on holiday with your kids, yeah. people wouldn't go, Where's dad? No, because like, they would assume yeah. it's divorce. Yeah. And they've no one would be like, Well, yeah. don't say anything. But that's that's strange. That's very strange. Do you think it's been because you have you've lost your mum, not your dad, do you like do you sometimes think you've suffered in different ways or I've had people go, It's much worse that you've lost yeah. a mum. And I, I don't think you can, obviously, in the same way that you cannot compare grief. Yeah, I don't it's think tough, you can isn't it? compare because if I hadn't, I mean, I don't want to think about it, but if I hadn't known my dad, it's it's a different... I think it's a different set of problems. It's a different <laughs> set of issues. Yeah. But it's, I think girl, cause... I've spoken to women who have gone, my mum is my rock, but they have yeah. also either had an absent father or yeah. a dad that has died or and they go it would have been much worse if it was my mum my mum's talked about this she goes because she's she's always like oh if I'd gone she's like your dad would have been married in two years time <laughs> he wouldn't have like cause she's never remarried or anything yeah. she was like you would have been a right old mess and I think I think it's true it, yeah it, was, it is true but it just it just would have been different yeah. it just would be different I think I'm I'm extremely close to my mum but is that because yeah, my dad died which really you know yes then she became my rock and my absolute like yeah. oh my god she's saved my life so many times but 
I think if it been you know, like you said, it's horrible to even think of it. But if it had been the other way round, I just would have had different problems. Yeah. <laughs> like because my granddad, so my dad's dad died when I was fourteen, mm. and I was extremely close to him in the same way that I am to my grandma. But it was very strange to be at an age of like fourteen where he was such a big part of my life, and I was very close to him, and I was just getting to know him as a real person yeah. as opposed to grandma, granddad, yeah. mum, dad, auntie, uncle, like the sort of they're an adult and they're above you we were sort of just getting to the same level of me understanding things and which I now have with my grandma yeah and I always think I would have loved to be able to get to know him as an adult and to have that relationship that I have with my grandma with my granddad because it's brilliant to get to know someone as an adult and that's I think that's what I'm really feeling at the moment about my mum especially I find it strange that I'm 26 now and she was 30 or 31 when she died. I find it very overwhelming that I will reach an age at some point soon that will be older than she ever was. Yeah. I think I sort of have a weird thing in my head where I go. Like, I can't... It's not that I can't picture my life past that point, but it's like a weird thing of living out what she's done. Yeah, I completely understand. And then at some point that's going to stop and then I will do things that she never did, Mm. which is quite a strange feeling so you think when you hit that 31 is going to be a difficult I don't even know but I think I I was at a school reunion in September and my old form teacher from when I was like 11 or 12 I must have told her like everyone like I said everyone knew (laughs) about my mum and she I spoke to her at the school reunion and I hadn't seen her since I was like 14 or 15 and I went to her you know what I think about you a lot because you wouldn't let me do (laughs) art for A-levels. You said I was too good at history and I was going too creative and I needed to do history for A-levels. And I was like, shut up, Miss Mitchell, you don't know me. (laughs) And I went, but then I did history at university and I love history and you're the reason that I did all of these things. And she went, well, I actually think about you a lot as well because she went, I don't know if you know, I knew that your mum died when you were very young, but I also... My mum also died when I was very young. Oh, my and so I think about you a lot. And she said, and I just wanted to ask, are you having any mental health issues um, because of it? And I sort of went, well, uh, not, not yet, Miss Mitchell. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for asking. It's Have I got that to look forward to? to see you. Yeah. No, because she went, she, when she had her own children, oh, yeah. it, she sort of just, it all yeah. hit home because she went, oh, my God, you know, this is what yeah yeah I've heard that a lot that having the kids can be a big did you feel that with like (sighs) yeah I mean I'm only eight weeks in so (laughs) god knows I'm sorry I mentioned it (laughs) no no yeah I I definitely I think more when I was pregnant it really I actually went to therapy for the first time yeah when I was pregnant and I'd never really, I'd never had therapy about my dad or anything like that. I'd always sort of been unable to open that box, really. And I think when you hit the age that your mum did, you you know, you start seeing, oh, I understand how they might have felt. Yeah. I can see that the pain becomes slightly different. And when I was pregnant, I was like, oh, this is what my mum and dad would have had and he would yeah. have or felt. And actually, weirdly, a little bit more was when my brother had kids because my brother although he doesn't look like him he 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 would hate me for saying this he very much acts like him quite a lot and he started saying things to the kids that my dad used to say to us and I was like taken back to my childhood and he didn't even I said dad you say he's like no he didn't I was like yes he did you are saying phrases like to get them out the house or you know (laughs) when he's playing with them and stuff and I think kids really do bring up a lot yeah, yeah a lot of stuff and 
I would recommend getting therapy before you have them. <laughs> before yeah. you have them, I've or never, I've never. Have you had a never? Yeah. And I wonder what it would be like. I'm sure they'd have a field day. But I thought, like, in regards to kids, I was on the tube. And I've this is the thing. So many things are hitting me at this age. Yeah. The older I get, I feel like... And I said this to my dad the other day, and he went, you know, obviously his grief was at the time. And yeah. he's not moved on. Well, he has. He's, he's lived a life. But, you know, he yeah. dealt with his grief then. And I was sort of part of all of that, but mm. completely unaware of it. So my grief has sort of built throughout my life and is arriving now. <laughs> thanks, grief. Yeah, thanks, man. But I was on the tube a, a while ago and I saw this little girl get on the tube with her grandma and granddad. Mm. And they were so sweet. And, you know, the little girl was charming as ever. And everyone was like, oh, look at her. She's so sweet. And she was holding her granddad's hand. And then they, you know, they got off and I suddenly looked at them. And for the first time ever, I thought, my my child isn't going to have a grandma from me. Like, they will yeah. from the other side, hopefully. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because my grandma is so important to me mm. that I can't imagine that my child would grow up not having that influence in their life. Yeah. And obviously they'll have my dad. But it's, you know... That's the big thing with kids. It was such a strange yeah. thought to have, and I've never realised it. And I called my friend Tara afterwards and went, I've just sort of realised that my child's never going to have a grandma. And she went, oh my God, I'll be the grandma. <laughs> grandma it's fine <laughs> i think that is a big thing because my dad's dad my grandpa was yeah i adore i yeah. adored him and he died six months after my dad oh, God. i have had that because and that's it's okay <laughs> i think yeah. you but it is a really strange sensation of looking and going oh i grew up with my grandma and grandpa being very important yeah. and they lived around the corner and my grandpa was this you know this huge figure in my life yeah. and this very fat large welsh man <laughs> who could was very entertaining yeah. and i was thinking oh she won't have that yeah but what you start to realize is she'll have different things yeah. you know she'll have and you start looking at your family and going oh well i'm actually close to my brother she'll have yeah. my kids will have this these uncles that like yeah. maybe i didn't have that relationship with uncles or aunties and that's what i start realizing you go oh they'll have a different version of it yeah but it is it is i completely understand that you go they won't have the childhood i had yeah because i had a full set of so i had you know my mum's parents were alive my dad's parents were alive up until i was like 14 yeah. so i grew up with like a ridiculous amount of family like i just was surrounded <laughs> by yeah <laughs> i was just surrounded by family and she won't have that yeah my husband doesn't his both his parents are dead and then my so she's got one yeah and i'm like You've got to stay around. <laughs> She's got a grandma. <laughs> yeah, that's it. And then you kind of go, well, she'll have a really good grandma. And, you know, your kids will have an amazing granddad. Yeah, They'll have yeah. your dad, which is will be a very different relationship that you might have had because yeah. he'll have been through different things. And It's such a strange thought to have because I'm literally yeah. nowhere near having children. <laughs> so you've just had what anniversary? What, you had an anniversary in December. I think it was the 25th. Wow. Yeah, it would be because... Oh, yeah, because you're 26, yeah. yeah. And how was that anniversary? It's it's strange because my dad my dad posted something on Facebook that he he sort of does it every year. He'll always post a picture of her or something, oh. maybe with no explanation or... Yeah. But he posted something five years ago on the 20th anniversary right, yeah. where we'd sort of decided to take all of her best friends out and we had a big Chinese and, and oh. it was really nice to sort of be surrounded by people that she knew because my dad is still friends with them and so he'd written sort of quite a long Facebook post which was beautiful and I read it at the time 
But for some reason this year, it came up on Facebook Memories. Oh, yeah. Classic and Facebook I, Memories. Yeah, and I reposted it and, and I read it and it made me cry. I couldn't stop crying because mm. I thought, oh, my God, like, my dad went through all of this and it was just awful. And I had so many people message me being like, what your dad wrote was beautiful and, and I can't believe that you've gone through all of this and... It's just strange that there are still people that don't know and then they'll read something like yeah. that. And I think it just... This year, I'm the most inquisitive about everything I've ever been. When I went for dinner with my godmother in December, I just sort of asked her everything and I asked her to tell me things. I went, can you just tell me what happened? Because at the time that my mum died, they were staying with my godmother. So oh, they were wow. living in her house. Wow. And she was away... And she said that the night before, it had been my first birthday party. So they'd had my first birthday party at my godmother's house. And my mum had called my godmother in America just for a chat. And at the end of it, my mum went, I love you. And my godmother went, what? Put the phone down and went to her husband. Oh, Jane must be drunk. She said, I love you. She (laughs) says that. And it's sort of funny. And then that was the last time she spoke to her. And then the accident happened and she came back from America and she said her sister picked her up from the airport and nobody could quite bear to tell her what had happened but she was in the hospital and my dad was there. I think my dad had been at work and then he raced to the hospital to get there. I was saying, my godmother, she was living with my godmother so all these people were involved and it affected so many people because they were all part of it and... I think especially the thing, like you said, you get more inquisitive and you start realising how young they were. Yeah, that's why I'm realising yeah. now because I think, God, you were only like four or five years older than me. Yeah. You, I can't even fathom what it would be like if any of my friends died. Yeah. It's horrific. Yeah, because I think my dad was in his 40s, which when you're when you're a kid, you're like, well, he's old. Yeah. He's so old. <laughs> like, well, of course he died, he's old, you know. Like, And now you start going, oh, gee, like, that's not that's not old, you know. Yeah. And like you said, your mum was 31, you go, well, that's not that's not old. Yeah, I think that's, oh, God, I'm so glad that you have people who can answer your questions. Yeah. My godmother at the moment is trying, she wants me to talk to my auntie and uncle, who are my yeah. dad's, my mum's brother and sister, who I have a relationship with, you know, we email all the time, but they they live up north and I don't see them that often. And she went, ask them everything. Yeah. Ask them anything and everything because these are the people that knew her and can tell you everything about her. Mm. Just ask them everything. She was like, ask them rude questions, ask them anything you want. And I was like, I don't think I can. <laughs> I don't, you know, I feel like I can ask her because, like you said, it's, yeah. it's her friend and it's not a family member. Like I said, my dad kept a lot of her stuff and I remember going up into the attic once and there was like a diary of hers. So there was a diary of when she was sort of a teenager and I read about her snogging someone on a on a ski trip and I found it brilliant and but like other things where she had sort of day to day diaries and and there was one where she'd written Phil sat on the sofa and watched T V all day today whilst I was cleaning everything <laughs> about my dad and I just thought, Oh, it's you know, so I get annoyed with my dad for watching T V too, you know, he just hasn't changed. <laughs> but it's lovely to have that, you know, knowledge that she Yeah. But I think she's right if you can ask them, but I know how hard it is. I struggle to ask my uncle's stuff. Yeah. And I really want to because my mum is full of information and we'll talk about it, but there's those that childhood thing, angles. and yeah, yeah and to know about that. yeah, and especially because they're so much older than your mum, they must have 
seen her as a child very differently it's really hard because you want to ask and at the same time they start talking and your heart is breaking and you're like stop talking stop telling me these things like it's but yeah if you can if you can face it and you know they if they want to talk she had a brilliant group of friends that have really kept her spirit alive for me and obviously I have my dad as well but it's nice to see what their life was and how she would have been to me it's very strange yeah sometimes you just really sit and think god like i don't even know who that person is and it's such a huge part of me yeah strange it's strange it, yeah and unfortunately that's there aren't the english there aren't the words for it that's no. what i find sometimes like yeah. it's like oh how can i it's just strange it's just odd <laughs> it's yeah. just odd and there's nothing you can do and only you can understand it and even i you know everyone's grief is different and yeah. <sighs> But yeah, I'm very glad that you have those people to Me. paint the picture for. Yeah, <laughs> that's wonderful. And oh, that's, you know, because it's so awful and because it's so hard, anything that makes it slightly better yeah. is like, yes, you deserve that. Yeah. <laughs> you deserve that 100%. Oh, Beth, thank you very much thank for coming and talking about your lovely mum. You can find Beth on Twitter at Beth underscore Rylance and she also writes an excellent blog which you can find at thebettyrose.wordpress.com Thank you for listening to Griefcast. I've been Carriad Lloyd. You can find me on Twitter at Lady Carriad or you can tweet at The Griefcast or email me thegriefcast at gmail.com Music is provided by The Glue Ensemble and you can find them at thegluensemble.com Thank you for listening. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.